good to go. All right. Magic time, as it were. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Midlife crisis. He's Trevor. I'm Jamie. We've uh, been away now for a couple of weeks. And that reason being, you haven't seen any new episodes lately, was uh, I threw a huge super spreader party and contracted <laughs> COVID-19. You know, the one the one thing that uh, everybody was dodging for a year. I caught it, and four days before my first uh, shot of the vaccine was scheduled. So, perfect fucking timing. Um, how have you been, Trevor? You didn't get COVID at the super spreader, did you? No, I didn't go. I opted out of your party. Everybody That's else went. Right. I was the only one who didn't go. So if you're if you're invited to a pre St. Patrick's Day party in someone's driveway, you just say no. Trevor's living proof just of that because he didn't get sick of shit. No. Yeah, no, he was well, sitting around. To be fair, what nobody really got sick. I mean, yeah, actually, you had yeah, one no, no. person, right? Yeah, I'm pretty Besides pretty sure entire family. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, it was just it was just the five of us. I'm pretty sure that the. Uh, the super spreader was not a spreader of any kind. It was just a bunch of idiots huddled together in a driveway while uh, people from some of the, the seedier parts of our county mainlined a uh, fireball out of a plastic bucket. Ooh, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> who was that? I want. Who was that? It was. It was. It was the Levitt Towners. That's who. You know, good. Good people. My in-laws and their gotcha. and their kin i believe as they refer to each other as it's a good word it doesn't get a lot of uh, love anymore but um nonetheless um we full recovery here at the uh, at the white house um what i can report he does look good yeah my my eyes have never been bluer it's quite a luring feature um so so what's going on man like let's let's play catch up for two weeks what happened to you cuz we know what happened to me i did nothing yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. <laughs> okay, good shit. So you didn't you didn't have to test positive for uh, any sort of pandemic. No, you know, I, I read a lot of text messages. There was a lot of text messages going back and forth in our group message about your your problem, and we have yeah. some pretty um pretty what's the word um I, I don't intense know. friends. Very, they were very intense about asking questions and getting into the the, the nitty gritty of what, where, why, who, and how, and um that was keeping me pretty busy, but no, I was, I've been, I've been uh, taking care of my kids and uh, doing work and it's nowhere to go still. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You know? Well, funny. You should say that actually, because, um, the one, the one thing that did happen while I was on quarantine and I was excited, the wife was excited. Don't think the kids give a shit cause they never liked going in the first place, but, um, life seems to be getting back to normal in the form of, you can kind of start going places soon. Yeah. Like baseball games. You can start doing that again. It they're at I think 20% capacity down there. Uh, the Phillies that is probably paying arm and a leg because they know they're gonna jack up those prices like crazy, but you can start going to things. Now, baseball games are all well and good, but the one rule is you can't tailgate. So that leads me to well, what else are we gonna be starting to do? And I know which one I want to have happen next. Do you have any idea what that might be? I could take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. It's going to be something to do with music and live music because that's oh. what we have always gravitated towards that's um, true. for that's recreation. True. And what are these things called? These 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 places? I'm going to have to I'm going to have to defer to our special guest 
My goodness, we do have a special guest today. This is incredible. It's funny you should say that. And for our listeners, we are welcoming our first special guest here to Midlife Crisis. This man, you all know him. He gained notoriety in the earlier portion of this millennium in the alt-rock band The Suicide Pact. They released three EPs over a span of four years. Now, he's got a couple of projects going on. One, he's been doing remotely over the pandemic with a friend of his that lives out in California. And we'd certainly know a little bit about that after we introduce him. They've been doing remote writing, a little project called Time and Space. They recently released Heartstrings and Hospital Beds. Just a nice little one-two punch. Just feel good music i couldn't help but not feel good when i listened to it and of course well his other projects definitely going to give away who it is the leader of chris schultz and the baron pines a couple of eps under their belt as well ladies and gentlemen welcome the first ever guest to midlife crisis your good friend and ours christopher schultz what's up buddy how you guys doing what's up buddy well well you know first uh we'd like to say thanks for joining us man this is uh you know, something we, you know, I, I don't think when, when we originally started this, we we were even thinking guests, but then it came up and we thought, who's a good first guest? And we found, that, I think, the best first guest. Chris. I agree. I, I can't thank you guys enough for having me. I mean, uh, yeah, I think you guys are on to something great. So, I mean, um, yeah, this this is this is an honor. Okay. Oh, thanks, bud. Tell your friend. <laughs> so, Chris. What are we talking about with the advent of the new live in-person events? Um, I mean, honestly, uh, everything like uh, when I when I I was actually uh, kind of like doing um, local and uh, I guess like um, out of the area concerts um, when this whole thing happened and I was doing some shows and stuff like that to promote my, uh, EP and, uh, it kind of got shut down really quick. So, um, yeah, uh, I really, I really, um, I think the biggest thing is I just hope that, uh, when they do open back up that everything is, uh, kind of controlled and like, I hope it, it kind of like, it makes people feel safe. You know what I mean? coming back to concerts and shows and, and and the biggest thing is like to make people feel happy and like that's 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 the best thing about shows okay right. so yeah obviously yeah safety's got to be on the forefront of, of correct bed. now when when the pandemic kicked in a lot of people you know rather you know large stars or just local people who held had a video camera turned to the remote kind of streaming performance thing did now you 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 did a little bit of that, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I, um, um, my buddy uh, Javik, um, he he did a a Quarantunes uh podcast, and also I guess it's not a podcast, but I guess it's like a, it's a, it was a concert series, and uh, he had uh, multiple musicians on um, that were all over the United States, and uh, just to kind of like get people to watch it online, um, because that's basically what what we were held to you know what i mean yeah and uh so i did i did two of them and uh ended up being a great success and uh i i give a lot of credit for him to have me on there but uh make a make a make a big sense about it is like is like seriously like i mean like i guess like to have people like 
enjoying live music while they couldn't go out to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, it, it wasn't even something that had occurred to me until I got, you know, I, I, I think once, once one act locally started doing it, all of a sudden you just started seeing them pop up and it was, it was really, it was sort of like a, well, wow, duh. Like why, why wouldn't I have ever thought of that? You know, but it, the technology mm-hmm. definitely, able to bring people together so to speak i know that's been a kind of sappy overplayed aspect of the pandemic but but it is true people people need to feel connected to other people and when you can't physically be with them to connect you know mm-hmm. phone conversations are great text messages are great the three of us have had a nice year-long conversation that we probably wouldn't <laughs> have been having otherwise you know yeah. it has its ups and downs we'll all agree but yeah the, the whole the whole concept of the lime sh- live streaming concerts and performances, whether it was full band or solo, and you know you, you've you've seen various incantations of that it, it, as the year has progressed. It was really nice to see, and honestly, I was I was happy that you were getting involved. It was nice to see everybody that we know who is a musician, and we do know a great deal of them. Everybody was able to at least participate and continue to share and and contribute to it. Um, you know, with these with these mini concerts, if it- you will. It was neat, yeah, because, like, I mean, like, it, it was, like, I, I think, like, with these, like, I guess, like, you want to call them, like, the times that we're in or whatever you want to call them, like, I mean, it literally just, like, gave musicians, like, a time to, like, shine and kind of get creative and kind of, like, uh, show their, like, um, I, I guess put their mark on their music, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, whether it was, like... um introducing yourself to your fans like from your home or from your from your uh living room or or from your whatever type you want to say like like uh it gave everybody like a sense of like comfort that that's that's i think that and i think that's what we needed like through that time yeah because you could sit there and watch a concert of people you want to see in your pajamas if you wanted to you know yeah and and do whatever you want and you also have like that comfortability and so you know you can come in and out and if you don't like it or you want to move on to something else you have that option too but yeah. um, I, I think you did a great job um I, I think we both listened to the the two that i was aware of thank you and, yes. uh, yeah it was great yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i i mean like like being a musician or, or i mean whatever whatever type of vein you're in i mean like if you're working from home and like you're just like segregated off, you, you always want to try to communicate with like your friends or like your your fans or the public. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and and it was you know the the uh, the resourcefulness and the uh, versatility of you and other artists that were able to adapt to this big change, and it was a big change because mm-hmm. um, because as I'm sure you can attest you're not standing in a room of people, you know, no. or, or your peers, you know, you can't, you can't look over there and maybe see, you know, you know, some bands have that one guy that comes to all their shows, you know, or you got your, mm-hmm. you got, you got your, your girlfriend, your wife, what have you, you know, like looking off stage, right. You know, like that's, you're, you're staring at a box or in our case, you know, a little lens. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's gotta be bizarre as hell. You know, like I, I give you guys <laughs> all the credit in the world, you know, it, it, you know, I think, you know, when, when, back when I had played, I'm going, Jesus Christ, that would have just been just weird. I can't imagine wrapping my head around that in this day and age. But you and and, and others, everybody, I, hell yeah, and you, you know, yeah, you pick, picked up your bootstraps and you and you pushed on through, and it was it was cool. It was really cool to see to see uh, that 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 move ahead feeling for everybody. It's you know, it 
it might seem sappy, but that's that's what I took from it. Everyone was like, nope, onward we go. Never yeah, and we had no choice. That's what that's what we had to deal with at that time. So there was no there was no alternative unless you wanted to listen to you know albums or records or whatever. Yeah, well, that's, so that's, it was that's good that we had that everybody, and it was an uplifting thing for everybody, right? Because uh, you had that option to say, "Hey, d- d- we can't go see live music. Let's watch it on the yeah. Zoom or whatever the fuck." That's what I thought was cool about it. Is is it's because like I mean like whether or not like I mean like like y- your your friends are watching or or I mean like or fans or whatever. Like I mean like you have some sort of like like. I guess connect connection with like, I mean, everybody's going through the same thing, obviously, you know what I mean? And I feel like that, like when you kind of like put a little bit of yourself out there, it's like, it's like somebody's watching and like, like, I mean, like there there's room for error. Like, I mean, like there's room for like the internet connection going down or there's room for like anything happening or like you just mess up. And like, it was just like, so like comforting just like somebody like just one wanted, wanted to hear like a song of yours or wanted to hear like just like something uplifting to like get them through their day because it was it was a really trying year yeah yeah i would definitely agree um so let, let me ask you as 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 somebody who write writes music mm-hmm. you know um does 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 you know a, a pandemic an event like this, you know, an ongoing tribulation in life. Does that give you, I get, you know, more songwriting ammo, I guess, you know, or, do you, you know, like, like, were you, did you, did you find, find a lot of extra time to, to write, you know, like was a mood or, or, you know, like, or, or, you know, did, what, did it have any sort of altering effect on your process or the content of your songs or anything like that? Um, I, I and- kind of interject and, and you had gotten married what, six <laughs> months prior to being locked in with your new wife, and you, yeah, yeah, and and you were yeah, part, yeah. you were, you were part of the folly, Trevor. <laughs> that yeah, that's that that probably probably deserves. I mean, shit, that's a hell of a lot of credit, man. That's whoo. Um, you know, that's uh, that first, they said that first year is the hardest, and the back end of that first year, you you didn't really have a choice, man. So, <laughs> oh yeah, hats off to you, sir. <laughs> I honestly think I was writing that, music like crazy. I couldn't take it. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, that's I, both both great questions. Like, I mean, I honestly think, like, I mean, like with like everything happening, I mean, like you always take like uh, I, I mean, personally, me, I take things from like my own life and kind of like contribute them in the songs and like kind of just like it might not be the exact like way things happen, but like it's just kind of like kind of like a, a thought in my mind or like some something that could be in somebody else's mind. But um that being said, um I think like with the whole like um I mean first off being married, I mean like I I mean that was the best thing. I mean like crazy <laughs> crazy crazy meeting my wife and like just the way we met and like the way that like everything worked out and I and I couldn't trade it for the world. But um with writing songs in a pandemic, I mean, like, I guess you could, you, you, you kind of just like, you kind of take a step back and you kind of look at what you're grateful for. And, uh, you kind of, you kind of write what you're grateful for. Like, I mean, I, I mean, uh, three of my songs were about like, um, my son growing up, like just like coming home from daycare and just like seeing certain things and stuff like that on the way home, like with like the, like, the headlights coming down like 
and like everything like that and like and like the the cars going by in in his in his car seat you know what i mean and and that's a, one thing that i i really i really enjoyed it and i thought he would like that and like i can't wait to share it with him with when he's older you know what i mean so so yeah that that was like a big thing it's like it's it's like i guess you kind of just um you take everything into like a grain of salt and you put it into a ball and then you just see what comes out of it very nice very nice okay okay yeah it's i you know to 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 hear to hear how somebody works out their process has always fascinated me um you know i you know you know in in the the my my limited days of songwriting you know 20 something years ago heavily drug induced at that you know oh don't don't give yourself credit jamie <laughs> come you on wrote a couple no. zingers <laughs> zingers it, you you were you were you write about your friends who get accused of murdering people in the back seat and, <laughs> oh no who are, we, who are we talking about <laughs> I could spin a couple of your songs right now. They're good Fic songs. Fictitious Jamie, animals that, you know, <laughs> sexually assault, you know, women. It's weird. It's just, you know, but, but no, it's, Maybe it's, you know, I, on that because I would like to know what the fuck you're talking I'm pretty, about. I'm, uh, oh, no, no, there's, there's recordings out there. Probably one. I don't know. I think they're all over a crooked eye. Moharan's got them all. But, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, as far as the songwriting process goes, uh, you know, you know, you're, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds, like in, inspiring to others yeah you just you you take what's happening to you and, and and you you do a fine job with with your song your songs are always i there's the, the i i always have one feeling any any one of your songs that i've ever listened to it's mm -hmm. i just i just walk away it's just like <sighs> like that was that was just nice it was just nice i just i i just i feel i just feel songs. good every single time I and 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 like Jamie, I re, I re, I really appreciate that because like I mean like honestly like I mean like I I, I it's not that like it it's not that it comes from anything. It, 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 I mean it comes from real life situations, but like it it really just like it's one of those things where you sit down and you just want to just like put the pen to the paper and just like really just like what happened today or like what happened in my life and like and it just like I mean I feel like a lot of our lives like I mean like I've known both of you since I was a kid, you know what I mean? So, I mean, a lot of our lives have intertwined and I feel like that, like, I feel like that songs can kind of like, I guess like kind of, um, I guess project and like, and like, you just, you feel like it's a good song and, and, and that, and that, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel really good. Are you saying that Jamie and I have inspired your, your songwriting? Um, well, I mean, to, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, to an extent, have you ever I mean, written a song about me is what I'm asking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, 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 was your hit song bend over? I love you about me. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Trevor, I apologize, but no, like, the one you I mean, wrote that was two inches or less was better about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I st I'm still happy about it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't name shit after you, dickhead. You got you got zero songs named after you. I got actually two. Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one was named after the yeah. That was named after you, Trevor. That was a good one. Yeah, the bend after after you. Yeah, that's a good one. What? Yeah, I didn't even but, make um, that joke. Uh, well, Jamie did, or somebody did. But um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it was it, it's one of those things. It's like it's like you kind of like feel inspired, like when when like you kind of like you get something good happening in your life, or like or even if it's bad. But I mean, like. Literally, like, if if you take the good and the bad together, like, I mean, like, you can, you try to form something, you know what I mean? And, um, it, 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 uh, for me, it, it works. That's, that's the best thing I can say. 
Yeah, and the biggest thing I take away from your music is that, you know, we all go through shit in life, right? We all have, we, we get do, dealt shitty hands on certain aspects of our lives when we go through it, right? Yeah. But your songs never really portray, like, I'm, like, sad. Like, they always come across as happy and, 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 and really, you know, yeah, okay. I mean, to me, I, they're upbeat. They're, you know, they're, they're never really this sad you know, well, we make jokes like we, I call you emo and stuff, but you're not. You never have really been emo. But like, it's, <laughs> no, I, I've been I've been called emo my whole life. So See, I, I'm convinced I'll, I'll he's take, still take, kind of emo. <laughs> yeah, but that's my point. Is like his songs have convinced me otherwise because they're not like, you know, woe is me. I'm going to slip my wrist. It's like you know he's looking at the bright side of things and he's taking the best out of a situation. And and he, to his credit, he always does. Um. You know, like, definitely would agree with you there i mean as far as far as the emo thing i would i would have never put him as one of those like self-deprecating like oh give me my eyeliner emos yeah, right. although you might wear eyeliner and that's fine i'm not judging are you, you wearing you. eyeliner i am not wearing eyeliner i swear to god it's definitely rouge i knew you got your makeup there you put your rouge on your face there huh put on I your knew. sunday best buddy I knew I knew Jamie was gonna write back right after that. Yep, yep. Of course it. I was. But no, 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 no. I I understand what he means with the emo thing, and yeah, he's right. It's not the join the black parade kind of yeah. emo. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 the it's the in touch with your emotions kind of thing. You 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 always have been that. It's always reflected in your songwriting. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, and that plays shit. You're an upbeat guy, man. You know, in, in a yeah. world full of pessimists and smart asses, though you can be kind of sarcastic you need improvement but <laughs> he needs a few drinks you're, you're an eternal optimist you know you know no, no, no matter what's going on you know your toes keep tapping and that's that that's that's a lost ability in this day and age you know so i commend you on that myself and it, i appreciate that thank you clearly reflects in everything that you do uh i mean i i I mean, you do yeah. you, man. That's what we like. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that, and like, um, I I think I think one of the the best things I mean, like that, like you can really take from that is like is like, I mean, you 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 can't like you can't just like I guess fake a song or do something. I mean, Jamie, you know that. You know what I mean? You can't just like take a song and just like fake it and just like write a song that's just like not really yours. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you want to, when you write something, you want to make it yours. You know what I mean? Well, I don't You're know. You're emotionally I mean, connected to it, right? Yeah. You well, can be emotionally connected to it, or you can, you know, just be in a jam band and write a bunch of nonsense. That, well, I mean, well, okay. way to get around well, that. Well, you kind of screwed my whole point up, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the extent of my songwriting ability goes to me singing into one of those stupid like recorders when I was a kid, and my dad being like, "What are you oh. gonna be a singer?" <laughs> that dashed all my dreams. <laughs> well, uh, well, Dad, no, I guess not. Uh, thank you. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, no, he never said that. <laughs> ooh, look, a soccer ball. I'll I'll try that instead. Thank you. <laughs> I went from no. singing, a beautiful career in singing, to soccer. No, but like you know what I mean? Like it's like one of those things. It's like it's like it's like if you if you feel something, like you know what I mean, like and and I get and I guess like I mean like it's different for everybody, but I mean like if you feel something and you feel like creative and art and artistic about something to, to do with music, like I mean to me it makes sense to like lay it down on a track. Like that that's that's what I'm saying. And yeah. and, and, and um 
I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but um, it it, it just it just it just feels good. And I mean, like like I, I it it and, I, and I honestly, like it literally, like I mean, you can look back on like certain things and like kind of say like, oh, I'm, yeah, I did this wrong, I did that wrong. But I mean, like at least you have like a kind of like a almost like a a verbal diary, like a, like a like you know what I mean. That's a good point. Definitely a good point. So I, I only I have one last question for you because I was I was curious about this because sure. it, it 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 seems to have happened to me. Now mm-hmm. you know I go back to you know like so I, I want to know like in in your mind, yeah. As you get older, do you feel that your creativity mm-hmm. and, and the part of you that says, "Oh, I got an idea for a song." Got it. Got to write it. Okay, I wrote it. Got to record it. That whole part of you, all right, your your artsy side, if you will, your emo yeah. side, if you will. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is is does the that sensitive side? Does that reduce as you get older? Um, because I've I me personally, like a couple couple years ago, I I decided, you know what, I'm gonna get a little MIDI board, some recording oh. software. I'm I'm gonna yeah, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna all those all those weird song ideas I had over the years that I couldn't articulate because I couldn't read or write music, couldn't play any instrument other than drumming, and you know when I when I would bring it to the people in my band who wrote the songs, all I could do was hum something at them, so it it, just, it never <laughs> translated. But as I've gotten older. I found that after I bought all that equipment, I was like, I don't have it anymore. I don't even have the drive to do it. So, like, do you, do you, yeah. feel, like, are, are you as inspired as you were? Cause it's easy when you're 20, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a great question. Like, um, um, and I think <laughs> very good. Um, I honestly think, like, I mean, like, I mean, with, with having a wife and two kids and stuff like that, I mean, like, I need to like literally like, set myself aside. Like, I mean, and, and, and I have a full-time job, you know what I mean? Like I'm not just literally doing music yeah, oh, yeah, for, like, yeah. for, for a living. You know what I mean? So, so I have a full-time job and, and raising two kids and, and with my wife and stuff like that. So I would say like, I mean, it, it's, it's literally tough. Like, I mean, like that's the one thing that literally just like, like when you come home, like from a day's work or whatever you want to call it, or like you feel like you're like, okay, I'm ready for like my smoke, my beer, whatever, whatever, whatever chills you out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, like, uh, I guess like there's times where I, and, and I do that, like, and I come home and I'm like, I tell my wife, I'm like, I'm like, Hey, you mind if I work on music? And she's like, yeah. And there's half, like, I would say, like, probably, like, over, like, three quarters. I, I don't even work on music. And, like, I just, you just got to get yourself in that, I guess, perspective to get it, to, to get it done. Um, But, um, yeah, it's tough. It, it's, it really is tough. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's tough. Um, And um, that's where um, I wanted to tell you guys with, like, um my buddy from California, um, he, he is like, he kind of does like all the steps that I don't do. So like, um, we kind of melt together and make this time and space thing happen over COVID. So like, it, it, it kind of like made things like 
things that I don't want to do, he does, and things that he doesn't want to do that I do. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, um, it it literally just makes it work out. You know what I mean? But I'm, but I mean, as a musician or whatever, like, it's really tough. It's really tough to come home yep. with like okay. kids and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not. It's not. It's not like you're. Uh, you're not. You're not busking on the street corner during the days. Uh, you know, trying oh. to try trying to trying to put your food on the table that way. No, no. Like you bring up the full time job and you know, like all these other things. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, like, like yeah. I said, you know, it's the huge difference of when you're 20 and it's like, oh, it's just me and my guitar. You know it's you know it's just oh shit you know like oh i got some downtime like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna either gonna practice chords or write something and all that you know it was just i was oh, yeah yeah i just I, I i was just i i'm always fascinated by you know those around us who you know their their level of success has varied but it's like you know do they lose their drive as they get older or anything i think, like I think so i think so i i, I mean yeah, i'm I mean, not I, I I just I wasn't sure how how it seemed like to others. You know me. I you know with you know I feel personally like I I got a shit ton on my plate as I'm sure you both do. You know, yeah. and then you know it's like any any time you get some time to sit where you're like okay, let me see what I could do. You know, like I'll, I'll come you know I'll go to practice the drums. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know not like I don't have a reason for practicing. It's just fun. You know, and when I can do it, and some sometimes I'm like I, I will look forward to yeah. it all day, and then I get there and I'm just like. Man. Fuck! I'm tired all of a sudden, and it sucks. I wish it yeah. wasn't the case, but that—that that is what it is, you know. But yeah, but I, I mean, it's like everything in life, though, as you get older, is just like something just become a chore. But that—that—that that, that goes back to Jamie's question to you: is you know, you have been always in music, so you know. Yeah, it's, but but I mean, I feel I feel like I feel like we all kind of like we all kind of like grew up in like a a music realm. I mean, I guess Jamie has too, so it's not really. No, 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 I'm saying like, I mean, like, I feel like we all grew up as in like kind of like the same, same kind of realm. Like, I mean, like, I mean, even with you, Trevor, with like in like keyboards and stuff like that, I mean, like and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like, do you feel like when you come home from work, do you feel like, like, I guess, like inspired to like do something like, like on a keyboard or do you feel like just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take care of my kids. And I'm going to do my thing. You know what I mean? I, I learned piano when I was younger and I just, I lost all that cause I never practiced or did anything with it, but I always, I, I've always had a keyboard because I enjoyed the the notion that I was going to learn how to do it. And yeah. I just never, it's one of those things is it's a hobby that you never follow through with. Um, yeah. I can read music and I can do. I wish I could read music. I, just I wish I could read music. I just don't have the drive to do it. Like I, I love music and I love listening to it and I love the idea of making it. Mm-hmm. I just don't really know how to go about doing that. So I don't really do it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the kind of thing. It's like, it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like, I kind of feel like, I mean, like when you guys are asking the questions and stuff like that, it's like, it's like, we're, we're all getting older. Like, but at the same time, it's like, we would love to do it. It's just like, how much can you, how much time can you focus on it? You know yeah, no, that's that's definitely. Um, I can I can actually with Trevor with the, the uh, pianos and the keyboards. I can actually remember a portion of uh, one one band that a couple of us were in where we, I think we we actively were trying to get Trevor to start playing piano again, 
Because he meant he's like, he's like, yeah, I took piano lessons once, and we're like, oh my god, dude, you gotta buy one. And then, like, for like two years, yeah, you're, you're, you're the missing piece. He's like, what the fuck? No, I'm fucking not. We're like, no, 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 you just start practicing, and, and he never would. He's like, no, I just want to drink beer and listen to you guys and just hang out. Like that's like, no, I don't want to. I went to and- one practice and I had no fucking idea what I was doing. <laughs> did you do one practice? Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I did, Shit. I did, I did. Totally fucking forgot it. My god, I, I like, remember. Yeah, Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 I apologize. No, 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 you're good, Chris. You're good. I remember, I remember, I remember sitting up in um, Jamie. I think it was, it was in, it was in your bedroom. I, I, I think it was like it was literally like we were like sitting, like talking. Wait like, a minute. Hold on. No, stop, stop with all the mess up stuff. No one but else like, was there. No one else. But like we were seriously, like we were like seriously singing. Like um, I forget what song it was, but I can't remember. But anyway. Like we 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 you guys did like a like like um out of that out of that like whole like commodity of like singing stuff I forget who was up there but like you guys came up with like a a band called the Dance on Like Kids is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I correct? Am I correct? Absolutely, yeah, and the, the, yeah. Because yeah. I was up in your bedroom and and like you had like I think I think it was like it was like a couple other people up there and like everybody was like singing singing a song I forget what song it was, but like ever since then like it was like it was like I went back to school the next day or whatever it was. And it was like you were like, yeah, we have this band called Dance on Like Kids, and it's it's that simple. And and when 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 all you're trying to do is name a band so you can abbreviate the name of that band into <laughs> a weed reference, the yes, dang, I know, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> totally. An but that's correct, right? Am I correct? Idea. That's correct. Am I correct? You had you had a bunch. We had a bunch of people up in the in, in, in uh, up in your house and like you probably you name yeah, that. They're all putting the eyeliner on. Yeah. yeah, you know we were borrowing his eyeliner. That's <laughs> that's why he was there. You know we don't carry eyeliner. No, we, the reason yeah. he was there was because you were dating I'll, your sister. <laughs> I'll t- I'll take that. Jesus I'll take Christ. I'll, I'll take that, Jamie. For but but I mean, like I didn't put on eyeliner. But I'm just saying, like the, <laughs> the, 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 the dance on light kids wasn't it, wasn't it dance on light kids? The dance on light kids, yes. And you 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 perform live with the dance on light kids exactly one time, and Whoa. it was, I believe, what the fuck was it? You also want to get bit by a dog across the street, wasn't it? No, 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 no. I think that happened a year later. No, I believe it was actually. I, I think my my sister had a birthday party. Or something. We had some something at the fucking house. I don't remember what it was. I think it was my had something to do with my sister. And we left and went to senior week after the performance. You joined us on stage. We a jam band. Damn it! By Blink One Eighty Two. Oh my goodness! I'm sure it was terrible, but I apologize for that. <laughs> Thank God there was no recording. I mean, shit. No, nobody would have been doing it well at the time. I mean, just, <laughs> they you know, didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely, but oh it, my god, I took, but took, it was that that was a, that was a band though. That was Dance on Lake Kids was yeah, band. yeah, no, definitely was a band. My goodness, yeah. all right. What well, one more thing before we move on? This is going on and on, but Chris, are you still doing stuff with the Baron Pines? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, um, I'm actually uh, I have about like uh three or th- three or four uh demos, and I'm I'm uh sending out to eventually sending out and um but, but that's yeah. your main focus right i mean that's your band now right um i, w- I would say too broad to say no i mean i mean i, I mean i guess it's, it's it's like it's like everything like 
I mean, my main focus is, is definitely family, but I mean, like with music wise, I think like, uh, I, th I think that like everything is like kind of tied between the two bands, time and space and, uh, the Baron Pines. I, I, I just gotcha. like, I mean, I enjoy like, uh, like kind of writing between the two and, and that's about it. I mean, and, and again, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing special, but it, it's just enjoyable. And um, especially over this COVID-19 stuff, like, I mean, you can't play out like uh, I enjoy it. Well, I mean, I, I would encourage everybody to check out Chris Schultz and the Baron Pines on uh, Spotify. Correct. And uh, time and space on Spotify. Yeah. 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 We're, we're both on there. Thank you. Yeah. I think I even have you guys down on Amazon on a couple of my playlists and all that. But yes, it's everything's available. It's there. It's pretty pretty damn good catalog, no matter which project you're going with. But both of them include the wonderful Christopher Schultz, who's been joining us. And you know, we've had a had a hell of a conversation here, but I I'd like to have a little bit of fun, if we may. Uh, I thought we already did have fun. <laughs> no, geez, that was that was fucking business, man. Jesus oh, Christ! Crap. Oh, okay, okay. I'll promote you. Enjoy garbage that? music. We might have <laughs> to. Just, we, might, all right, we got to kill the whole thing and start over. Okay, or well, there's always editing. So tell you what, we'll just all right. we'll just keep right. going with the theme of actual fun here. Um, Sounds good. So you know what the 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 initial thought that we had had here, and uh, it's it's always fascinating where a conversation goes. Um, but the the, the the original thought that we did have here was concerts. Yeah, mm. yeah. We're gonna be able to start going to them again. All right, we got we got them. They're they're happening locally. I think bars are having little outdoor gatherings. There's a couple local festivals that are coming up, which can only mean that you know actual shows are gonna start kicking up again, right? It's right. Yeah. Like I mean, would we agree? We're, we we got to be getting close to that, right? Sounds I, like I, it. I would hope so. So, you know, with with that to look forward to, if if we could, I'd like to just, like I said, have a little bit of fun, ask you guys about maybe some concerts that you guys have been to. All right, I'm definitely definitely curious to get the insight from the two of you. So, you know, when 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 it when it comes to concerts, everybody's got a handful of shows that just meant so much to them or they just enjoyed the shit out of them all right yeah. yeah so let me start with let's defer to our special guest first all right think of some concerts that you went to all right you know yeah maybe try five i don't know give me maybe maybe a top five a default five in no particular order give me give me five shows that you loved so much see if you can yeah. remember who played and where they were at or even if they meant something to you but you didn't maybe look you know whatever I, I mean, I, 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 I honestly yeah, just, just, just five awesome shows you went to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely like, I can, I can at least give you a couple. Um, the first one, uh, I, it was, I think it was like one of the first Y100 Fez. I remember they were called the Fez Devils <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, my buddy Bill Lomas and I went to, um, BJ? to, uh, yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah we went to go see a band called weston and like it was like seriously like they were like playing on the side stage they, they weren't even on the main stage but like they played the side stage and like it was like right when like the sunset the top 100 best concert i've ever been to just like uh, chris doesn't do drugs them on that stage i'm sorry you mean just them on that stage like their individual performance 
Oh, like, yeah, it was, it was literally like, I mean, like no one really knew of them at the time, but there was a band called Weston and um, like, they literally like killed it. And like, it was like the sun was setting. It was like a small crowd, but it was at a big festival and there, it was, it was, it was a great, it was a great deal to me. I mean, I know it probably wasn't to you guys, but um, the other thing was, um, I guess like my, my other concert was um, seeing Jimmy Eat World when they played, um, the the first unitarian church um down in philadelphia and uh it was right before their album clarity came out that, that they were like i mean clarity was like they were known for clarity but like, i was gonna I mean, say yeah so, so you got them like the minute before they blew up yeah like i mean like i i i, I still have like a dollar bill signed from like jim atkins and i was like i'm still like like hypersensitive like i'm like i'm like don't ever touch that like you know what I mean? I, like oh dude i i seriously am i'm like i'm like i'm like it, it's it's like literally either on the fridge or in like in like some like s silver like locket thing that i keep <laughs> that's emo dude <laughs> i know i i dude i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not gonna lie but if you I, put I, your if you put concert memo memento and a silver thing you might be an evil uh, yeah i'll take it i don't care i'll, I'll, I'll take it but i mean like it literally like that was awesome like i mean watching them and like getting to like meet them like while they were going on their i i think they were i think they were in a bus but I mean, either way like i mean either the bus or trailer like it was super cool to see them before they got big that's cool but um but like I mean, I guess like other than that, I I would say like I mean like uh the top five concerts. I mean that was my best two. I would say um huh, geez. Uh, I guess um I mean I saw Beastie Boys. I mean Beastie well, that's Boys. That's pretty that's pretty impressive, actually. Like like I saw Beastie Boys at Y one hundred festival and like and I I never the thing the thing that bothered me about Beastie Boys is like I felt so bad because like I got them, but I didn't get them as much as like other people got them. You know what I mean? And like, like I thought, that, I mean, obviously I thought they were amazing, like amazing artists. Like they're amazing, but like, I never really like, got them. And then like all of a sudden, like, like I, like, uh, um, God rest, like one, the passed away again. I mean, I was like, man, I, I gotta really listen to this. Like, their soundtracks over and over again, like their, the records and stuff like that. And like, that's when I got them more and like, but like, I did get, to get to see them live. And like, I wish I would have like really, really enjoyed their like music more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I would say, I would say like, um, I, I hate to say, I don't, I don't have five, but I would say like, I would say, uh, yeah. Um, Jimmy world, like BC boys. Um, and, uh, Whatever the other one wanted to say, but I mean, I forget. Weston at the Weston, yeah, Weston. But I mean, but like seriously, I, I seriously, like, I wish I, I, I wish I would have got to see like, I wish I would have like, understood Beastie Boys when like everybody did because I didn't get, I didn't get that idea yet. No, I but you, you're right though. You have a certain feel for things, and some things are there, and they're in the pop culture, they're in the mainstream, and you're like, yeah, I, 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 it's okay, but I'm I, maybe I'm just not that into it. And if you don't, it doesn't speak to you, then it doesn't speak to you, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like I feel it's like because I, it was like a, you I should have got it. I should feel I, like I you should have got it, Trevor. Yeah, I should have I mean, got it. You know, I, I'm not. I mean, it's like Rage or any of the bands that were yeah, out there. That's it's like, correct. Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think like I mean like 
if if you're gonna give me five, I mean, I got to give you three. But I mean, the, the biggest thing is like that I regret like like really really getting into is like that Beastie Boys like kind of vibe, right? So one is there is there one band you wish you could have saw? Oh well, if, uh, well, just 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 seeing it. Just That's talking a great about right question. Just just talking about it right now. I mean, I've, obviously, like I mean, no, like you know, I'm I'm not talking like the Beatles original lineup. I, you already a band you could you know they came around. You just never pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm actually this is going to be kind of crazy, but I I mean I might get a slack from this, but I mean I'm going to either say uh, uh I'm going to say um. Rage Against the Machine, okay. or, or I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna actually even say the original lineup from Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. wow, okay, all right, yeah. I, I, I honestly think, that, like, I mean, like, what, what, what Guns N' Roses did, I mean, like, at the time, I for me, for me, like, I mean, yeah. I like, I really think that, like, I mean, like, I really loved what they did, I just my parents wouldn't let me see them. <laughs> it's it's shit. Some, sometimes when, when it comes to math, and I was born in this year, and this album came out here, and it's mm-hmm. yeah. Every now and then you're gonna run, you know, when it's really early, and and, and you're a music fan early on, you're gonna run into that problem of your parents going, "Apps yeah. a fucking lutely not." What are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. That yeah. fucking band? What are you nuts? No, get the yeah. fuck out. Of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um. I, I think that that would have been that would have been amazing like to see them at their prime. Like, would have been. Would have... yeah, no, nah, ab- absolutely. Um, Trevor, what do you what, what do you what do you think on like your 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 handful handful of great shows? What do you? Yeah, think? I mean, I, I think you go back to that first one that that first concert you've been to, right? That's always got to be whether it was good or bad or indifferent. It was like the first big concert you've been to at. Well, Camden was back then for us was the Tweeter Center, right? uh tweeter center yeah yeah that's what it was for i think it was like 15 or no it was 16 or 17 i forget uh for fleetwood fleetwood mac it was my first concert i i enjoy i i was in love with stevie nicks (laughs) i remember that concert that was when they did that like that that televised yes yeah they came around i can remember I, i i remember I remember people like in homeroom the morning of like yo everybody was talking about that show and i and i remember being like why the fuck would anybody be going? To this I know, show? and that's exactly right. I didn't tell anybody I went because, like, Fleetwood Mac. Who the fuck cares? Half our, half our school was there, and like everyone they was were. Like, like one of the best bands ever. I'm like, I would never go see them. And everybody that I talked to, they were like, it's one of the greatest fucking shows I've ever seen in my but life. But it was when like Lindsey Buckingham, I guess, like first came back again. Yeah, and it was like the original. It was not the original lineup, obviously, but you know, it was all yeah, of the, the, it was the Buckingham the, the uh, lineup. It was. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Stevie yeah. Nicks sound. She still sounds amazing. It was hey, just I, listen. I sounds good, man. Listen, we we could do a whole episode on people that I think are fucking overrated as hell in music. Stevie Nicks is easily going to be at the top of that fucking list. She drives sure. me nuts. Right. I'm a Christine McVie guy, to be completely honest with you. Sure, but she, yeah, yeah. In in the realm of was Stevie on point for Stevie? Yeah, at the time she was, but yeah, I just like thought they, she was hot. They had a solid <laughs> thing going. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess she does it for me there, but you know, like when I'm when I'm listening to her performance, her fucking voice drives me nuts. And her, and her solo shit is just garbage to me. I'm sorry. I don't understand how the fuck she even had an income. But, but that's just like first concert experience. It's okay. gotta be up there, right? All right. 
So right, Fle- Fleetwood Mac at what I, what I have been told numerous times was a phenomenal show by people that we grew up with. What else you got? Yeah, I mean, we've obviously all of us have gone to our fair share of fish shows. Um, and, you know, there's been festivals and things that we've we've, we've attended. And and it's not just the it, it's the whole camaraderie of things. Like so my first festival for fish was Oswego up in New York. And that whole weekend was just great. I mean. We shared some pretty good times in Florida as well on, on a festival. That's but, true. Um, yes. Um, no, the whole thing that, that that was probably up there with one of the top 10 or top five shows, if you will, of all time, even though there were three or four or five shows yeah. in that span. Okay. Um, Foo Fighters was one that I saw when um, all tickets were bought for my birthday. I saw Dave Grohl when he broke his leg that tour and he was on a throne. Okay. Gotcha. At the uh, that was, again, that was that at Camden. That was great. I love that. They never no. disappoint. They the never. energy wasn't there because he's sitting on his fucking ass. But it was it was just fun. I'm to sure see him sitting yeah, on his yeah, ass. It had to still be good. Yeah, because they're they t- from from a, from a technical standpoint, which I definitely appreciate the technical side of anything. They they're just solid, man. Like they just yeah. they, they don't miss a beat. They nail no, it. Absolutely. Fun. And it's just like you can a lot of bands. Remember back in the day when you watch a band live, you'd be like, wow, they sound like shit. Their album sounds yeah. so much better. But nowadays, oh, even back 20 fucking years ago, it was like they they these guys were practicing and rehearsed so well that they wouldn't miss those beats. Uh-huh. They wouldn't exactly. even break a string. Yeah. Nope, nope. Yeah. So that, that was it didn't matter. And that was great. I didn't I didn't care about that. And it was just it was packed. It was great. Cool. Uh, another one, I think you were there with me with Metallica at the vet. You you talking Wait, inside the vet? Yes. I was not there. Okay. Well, we went to see Metallica at the vet, and I've never saw more tits <laughs> come out of shirts. You're not talking about the free parking lot show, are you? No, no, no. I'm talking okay. about the actual show in the veteran stadium, the giant bowl, and they were like, I don't know if they were in the middle or there, but either way, like I loved Metallica when I was younger, and that was another great, 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 great show. Okay. I got two more that are really um, the ELO show that you and I saw, um, ELO, uh, Jeff Lynn, they sounded amazing. I thought that was a, one we, of the we, we, best we have shows a very similar I've ever seen. list. Yeah. So we do. We the, have a very the, similar The top list. of my okay. list, yeah, yeah, the, the, the first, yeah, the, the top of the list of all time, I'm a big Talking Heads fan, uh, was David Byrne at the Electric Factory in Philadelphia. And they played every Talking Heads song that I could ever want to hear. Yeah, and it that's... was the best show I have ever seen hands down and that was 25 years ago okay i i i, I recall that show That's i opted crazy. not to go i did not appreciate the talking heads yeah. 25 years ago the way that i should have um eventually yeah i've since gained that appreciation <clears throat> went and saw them all, uh was it a couple years ago the um the american whatever the hell that that weird he it became a broadway show that he did yeah he gets into those ton real uh, political statement shows and i i did i i was just a well-performed musical theater show it was fantastic um yeah we're we're we're, what was what would you say would be one band you that you could have seen you know like i said nothing 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 crazy you can't go bringing people back from the dead no i will i'll give you two song or yeah a band that you reasonably could have seen but didn't who would it be? You know, I, I had an opportunity to see David Bowie and I, I chose not to because the tickets were just ridiculously expensive. Well, you're yeah. gonna say Bowie too. Were you gonna say Bowie? I was not gonna say Bowie. No, nope. oh, okay. No, nope. oh, I had an opportunity and I bailed on it. I didn't go. 
the, the second one that I could have seen, and you still probably can at some point in the Mediterranean or something, but I would have loved to see Pink Floyd okay. or at least Roger Waters uh, or David Gilmore solo. I, I, that, those are two opportunities I just I never really had, and I, I really wish I would have sought that out more. Obviously, we can say the Beatles. I would have loved to see McCartney play oh, or yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, like Harrison and well, any if of that. Time shit. travel were a thing, I would that would easily be the man. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Tom Petty, right before he died, I oh, saw him God. in Philadelphia, and that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Okay, all the there hits, you go. There you go. And okay. then he died. Yeah, I heard, I heard good things later. about that show as well. I got to see him twice. Phenomenal. I'm glad that I got to do it. Um, yeah, your, 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 your top five and my top five have a couple run-ins. Um, first and foremost, in no particular order, that ELO show was yeah. just, I for 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 people who don't, love elo and as far as i'm concerned if you don't love elo you're wrong it's just it's that <laughs> they're just they're Je- jeff lynn had he did such a phenomenal job writing all of these fantastic songs and when you hear them all in one shot you you almost go holy fuck i forgot how many amazing songs there are Can and I just fucking amazing there? songs we were behind we were behind two older people and they turned around and and they said to us, "How old are you two? And we were like, "I don't know, like late 30s. And they were like, "Holy crap!" They were like, in yeah, they were like "How the fuck do you know every single word of every single song?" With this was this was just holy shit, Schultz. You, you you'd, you'd have gotten a kick out of observing this shit show. We did nothing but drink a shit ton of beer and sing our asses off. We had no voices. We were like halfway dead on the mm. way back. It was just absolutely fucking incredible. Um, yeah, that easily appears in the top five um correct two other bands that we have that are totally in common now now well now you mentioned you mentioned fish and the festivals and things like that yes and we did go i i i didn't go to as many of the festivals on account of i just was terrible at saving money you guys would save money with a purpose if i saved money it was because i fell asleep for two days after spending a lot of money on dumb things but um I I went I I stopped going to see fish for for a while. Um, I just I got so sick and tired of going, and it's just like if if you're not on a ton of drugs, you're not having fun and all this. And it just it it was just lost on me. Right after Molly was born, um, opportunity came through, an extra ticket came up. They were playing at the Spectrum right the year that they were going to tear the Spectrum down. I think Fish was playing, and then Pearl Jam was doing the final run of shows. So a month before Pearl James showed up or some some such shit, um, the ticket fell on my lap. Everyone was like, come on, go. I'm like, all right, fine. Got the okay. I went, called the opener. You know what that's like at a fish show. If you, yeah, you know, it's like you play the game of call the opener. I called like winning the lottery. <laughs> Second time I called the opener in my life. Really? And it was amazing. The whole show, it was like, You'd sit there and think of the next song that they could play that would be awesome, and they'd play it. It was incredible. It was just uncanny. The whole show, hell of a time. Um, just hung out and had a couple of beers. Kind of took it easy. Enjoyed the night, and it made a difference. I went back and saw them after that, and quite frankly, they underwhelmed me, you know, to to the fullest. Um, so yeah, so, so definitely the ELO, definitely the Fish. Um, so here's two bands that we had in common, but not two two of the same shows. So I'm gonna throw Metallica up there. You said that at the vet. Now, when they were issuing the Load album, this was like a big MTV thing. They threw a free concert and they selected the Spectrum parking lot. And 
this show was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, similar to your experience, a lot of boobs everywhere. They were just pulling shirts. It was the most amazing. I, I just, I was just amazed that that, like, what, what, why? That was, yeah, that that was easily the first show where that was like a thing. Easily, yeah. any every show that I'd been I to wasn't complaining. Was like only five, five or six, but it was like, whoa, holy shit, you know. And I don't think I ever went to shows where that happened routinely like it did there. Metal chicks, yeah. you. How you many emo them. shows get titties flashed out, Schultz? Yeah, no, no. I think they cover them up even further at the emo shows. Schultz, um, are you even listening to us? Yeah, yeah. He's taking all this guff. This guy, my God, he's having a snack. But the Spectrum parking lot show was phenomenal. Now. I'm also going to throw the Foo Fighters on there for my top five. Yeah. Now, my Foo Fighters show was not when he broke his leg 15 years into his career. It was their second tour. It was at the Trot. Yeah, see, that's great because I didn't see him until much later, so that's awesome. They, I, I, I've seen him, I think, seven times. There was like a good run where every tour they did, I absolutely saw every single one of them. And but that that first show at the truck because we were we were fifteen we got dropped off it was the first concert with me and all all the guys we met Pat Smear we were we, we were like within a foot of Dave Grohl as he was leaving the club it was just it was it was just fantastic yeah it's really pretty fun. fun you know and that was like one of them you know as as Schultz had mentioned with his uh the 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 uh you know the, the Jimmy World before they blew up kind of thing like that's where we saw the Foo Fighters it was right right when their first album hit they only had one or no pardon me their second music video had just premiered they were they were literally seconds away from just i mean they they, we all know what they are they're fucking now yeah they're playing fucking wembley i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. play wembley stadium by themselves and it looks like there's more people than than have ever fucking fitting in the building you know right um but the the number one show that i got to see As as what is well, it? Well documented. Um, I favor Allison Chains. Yeah. So, oh shit, we saw them too. We saw them. It's not that after, show, and that was a hell of a show. We saw them. Where was that? Atlantic City. Yeah. But after after, I think like wait, did you see them with Lane Staley? What's this? Did you see them with Lane Staley? I never saw them with Lane Staley. I don't remember. A couple years after he died, when they obtained their new lead singer William Duvall, the guy who's still with them now. Uh, they borrowed him from Comes with the Fall was his band. They played a tour, kind of making up for the last tour that they never really got. So this will tie into the who would I have seen if I could. So I, I got to go with the two front on that because I, like your David Bowie, had an opportunity to go see Rush. The price was way too high. I was not handing a guy $700 for a ticket to go see a show. I was there by myself. I was at the venue. Right. And it was, you know, like, I think Molly was a year old. It was like, I cannot justify $700 to see this band. Nah. And they were sold out beyond. That was it. Only ticket available, $700. So, would have been Rush. But the Alice in Chains thing, uh, when, when Kiss did their makeup tour back in, like, 95, when they put the makeup back on, remember that? Yep. Big deal. They toured on the west coast with alice in chains so then um, they it went so well when it came to the east coast it was announced alice in chains is going to join them they had just released that last album the one with grind and over mm-hmm. now the self-titled one with the three-legged dog right. so they were supporting that, that's that the album, best album. and they were like 
what better way to spread the word on our album than you know open for the biggest band on the planet right now because kiss was tearing it up yeah. so i bought tickets with kiss as a bonus i'm like all right fine i'll see my favorite band and then kiss will play and i'm sure that's going to be amazing so we get there went down me, me and a friend went down we're checking it out. There's this band down there. I'm like, who the hell's that? And they're like, yeah, it's Deftones. We're like, oh, sweet. Deftones, whatever. <laughs> we're watching them. Deftones clear the stage. We're waiting. We're waiting. All the lights go out. All of they a sudden, there's the audience stage. Kiss played an amazing set. They were fantastic. It was wonderful. Wouldn't give it back if I could. They put on an amazing show, visually and musically. And that was it. I was like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, where are they? So back then, you had to read in magazines what happened. Turns out Lane Staley went back into rehab. They had to cut the tour short. So like, really? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. They I were set that. to be there. They were totally set to be there. But then he goes back into rehab, so I missed out on seeing my favorite band of all time. In its Wow, that's a really good story. Like, I, I was so I was like devastated. But like, you know, when you understand what House and Chains is about, you get why Lane Staley goes into rehab because that's kind of his thing. That was his so, deal. Yeah, and that's that's it's the unfortunate part about it. But um yeah, so you know, you know, you, you talk about bands you could have seen. Yeah, I got one of them, and then bands I had every intention of seeing went to the show and they failed to arrive. So yeah, that was that was yeah. it's just sunny. And back then, like we didn't have well, you did have the internet, kind of sort of, but before then, like we read magazines. Hit Parader, right? Remember the magazines that you just fucking. That's do? that's exactly where I read it. Was in the yeah, Hit Parader exactly magazine. Exactly right. I remember it, it was something. It. There was like like a little like a corner corner tab there that was basically indicating to you. It was like, hey, you know, like Allison Chains' new woes or some shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, because you know what that meant. It was like a tabloid for nineties. That meant. Lane Staley was fucking off on heroin again. That's yeah, all it right, you know. Yeah. Every every everything about his life revolves around heroin and it sucks. And he died and it's terrible. But but yeah. the but so a couple years after he died, back to my original thought. I love my ramblings. Um, they <laughs> did a tour with William Duvall, who is now their lead singer and is not a lane clone. He's if any, any anybody who won't give him a chance because they got a new lead singer, you're an idiot. They're still a phenomenal band. Um they uh, did this Jerry Cantrell is like one of my favorite guitarists. Jerry, Jerry Cantrell's fantastic. He's the, the, the guy's wonderful. Songwriter. Um, you know, yeah, yeah no, I, I'll I'll never yeah no I'll Bogey never not Depot. love Jerry Cantrell. Right. Um love love everything he's ever done. But they they did a show and it went it, it, it had three sets. One was like the deep cut hard rocking set. This is the electric factory too. So, you know, it's in a club. It's not in an arena. And they played all their deep cuts. It was crazy. And then after that, they did a second set like unplug style where they did like a lot of their unplug stuff, like nutshell down in a hole, things like that. It was cool. They were all like sitting on stools. It was awesome. It was personal. Then they showed like a 10 minute tribute video to Lane Staley that literally like the place was fucking silent. I bet. It was just it was it was such a moving thing, and that was the whole point of the tour was they were they they were saying to, to the people as they and they explained this on stage. You know, Jerry came up, gave his beautiful little talk. You know, of you know you know you know we we felt they felt that they owed the fans something, you know, and this was the best they could do. And it was just like oh man, it was fucking phenomenal, and it was such a it was it was already a personal experience, but for him to say those things to. To me and everybody else in that room, it just it just 
th- th- there will never be a better concert moment for me. Well, because it makes it personal. You look at these people up on the stage, and you're like, they're 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 untouchable. They're 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 way beyond me even ever meeting these people. And when they reach back out and they say, "Look, I we know you're going through something because you loved Lane or you loved us with Lane." Let us give you something to show you, like that, you know, an insight or whatever it is. Yeah, and honestly, just the whole. I mean, basically, what. I don't think there's anybody who was in that room who didn't feel anything other than they came here for me. That's how I felt when I walked out of there. Not to mention that I got to meet my hero, Sean Kinney, their drummer beforehand. When I walked up, walked up on the sidewalk, there was like a little bar next to the club, whiskey dicks, big tall dude in a leather jacket, holding a beer, smoking a cigarette, walked by him, turned around, boom, Sean Kinney. I stopped. Steinmetz was walking with me. He walked his ass. He, he made it halfway down the block. He didn't realize I stopped because I didn't make a goddamn sound. Walked up. I was like, hey, man, you're Sean Kinney. He says, yeah, I know. <laughs> of course you do. I was like, fuck, blew it. I already fucking blew it, dumbass. So I just extended my hand. I said, hey. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, just just, just in case you forgot, you know, that you're fucking awesome. But no, I, I, I told him, I was, I, was, I was like, dude, I said, thank you so much. Thank you for com- for doing this, for doing your tour. I said, and and I'm very sorry that you lost your friend. And he just sort of like, well, well, didn't Mike die not too long after that? No, yeah, 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 a little bit. Um, Maybe a couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I'm pretty sure Mike Starr was still alive there, but still, it's just I, like, it, it just it, it the, oh, okay. the only thing that resonated to me was like they, th- that's what that's who they lost. They, they lost their friend. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what it is to them. Like the guy they grew up with playing music. Different. And to us, it's like, yeah, it was the, the singer of Alice in Chains. But no, yeah. you're right. That's a really good point, James. Yep. Yeah. You know, like, like you, you, you saw, you know, all the, the bands I was in, the bands Schultz was in, the bands all of us were in. What were we? First, we were all friends, you know? Yeah, sure. And, and that's, you know, you, you, you know, that wasn't a drummer losing his singer where it's like, oh, shit, we got to fill that spot. The guy lost, they lost their fucking friend, you know? And that's, it It, it, it really just, it, it seemed like that was the only thing to say. And I went, just, you know, like, that, that was it. That was, that was all I could say. I'm sorry you lost your friend. And he thanked me and shook my hand. And I was like, holy shit. And then, you know, I geeked out like, you know, one of them Ed Sullivan chicks in 64 ah! exactly my god I, I made like seven phone calls i called my brother my mom like who the fuck are you talking about yeah, 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 I, yeah i called i called vicky she goes sean fucking who Nobody cares finny who's who? finny i don't know who that guy is you know it's just yeah it's bizarre but no and, but we, and that's what music does right it brings a lot of joy to people and the fact that you and i have such and chris has such passion for music no i don't play it you don't play it anymore, and he still does. But the fact that we have su- <laughs> the fact that we have such passion for for music is <laughs> sorry, everybody. Um... <laughs> you don't have to play the music to have passion for the music, and I think anybody that plays the music and or listens to it should agree. And you know, similar to the. Um... I don't remember what the hell my notion was earlier. Jeez, the notion yeah. is you don't have to play music to love music, right? And <laughs> it talks true. to all yeah. of us, and we all have different experiences Excellent. with music. Woo! Well, hi, hi guys. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get your shit together? 
Yeah, wow, this guy, Jesus, radio fucking silent until we all start breaking character. <laughs> so far, no. eating a snack about like half an hour ago, they just disappeared. And that's why we're laughing, dude. Dude, I, I need to eat some pizza, man. Yeah, how was that? How was that? How was that fucking frittata there? Jesus Christ, man! It, it, it was. It was. You ever have a grandma? You, you know the grandma pizza? You know what that is? What? what Mama Celeste? No, gra- grandma pizza. It, it's Did it's. You get to the Q Mart? No, come on, Jamie. Jamie knows that. Come on. No, I don't. I what, dude? It's 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 like that. It's like it's like that that garlic sauce, like like right or like spread around like the like. It's almost like the the Longitano's, but like the garlic sauce. For the record, Longitano's is garbage. <sighs> not not to, not, 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 talking, not to get us off the Don't ever bother ordering from them. Because no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's Longitano's. I'm just saying like they have like you know how like Longitano's does like the, the tomato sauce above like the like the the cheese. Yeah, they do it on top of the cheese. Yeah, to under the cheese. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I'm telling you. But like this has yeah, like, that's wrong. I, I'm not saying it's Wait, wrong. Are you right. telling us that your grandma came over and made you pizza? What's happening right now? Your grandmother uh, made Longitano's pizza? That's really nice. My grandma's dead. Thanks. Oh, oh shit. So is all of ours. Mine aren't. Trevor did. Oh, Jesus Christ. Trevor did. He was laughing at me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anybody. He's still laughing. Well, stop laughing, Trevor. Like, I mean, you're still laughing. It's only mild. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing because the, 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 it took a turn be, be, for a laugh. Because my grandma's dead. That's no. what you're laughing at. Oh, yes, I am. I'm to... laughing because your grandma. She made shitty pizza, by the way. This <laughs> literally went a little smoother when he wasn't sitting in front of us. Well, kids, clearly we've gone off the rails, but I think in our <laughs> first special guest episode, Chris Schultz didn't underperform. He over-delivered. Yeah, and by over-delivering... He's inspired us to maybe do more special guests, but there was only one choice for the first special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out Time and Space, a quarantine pandemic remote recorded project by our good friend Christopher Schultz and his California dreamy buddy. And he also Brian had Baraskas. Brian Baraskas. And he also has another project. Chris Schultz and the Barren Pines. Check out the orange and the blue, the black and the gold. He's Trevor. Thank I'm you. I'm Jamie. And quite frankly, our midlife crisis is at a fever pitch. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. As always, we thank our guest, Christopher Schultz. Again, hear his music. Download him on Spotify. We're all out. Happy Easter, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. <laughs>